Hi there. Welcome to the Hardy Realty Show on Rome Business Radio. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio, and welcome to the show. Our Hardy representative today is Michelle Gibson. Hi, Michelle. Hi. How are you? Wonderful. You a little nervous? <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, not by the spoken word. But uh, And our guest today is Michelle Gerald with Hope's House. Hi, Michelle. Hello. <laughs> That's two Michelles. So when I say Michelle and ask a question, you won't know who to respond to, right? right? <laughs> but you say Michelle G and Michelle B. Oh, no, no we're both G. G. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Just look at us. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about that, too. I thought maybe I was, yeah, but you both got the same last initial. Right. And then I mentioned to you guys in the emails as we were exchanging them, I have a little sister named Michelle. Right. And, of course, Michelle Reichert at Hardy Realty, who has been on the show before, who helped set up the monthly podcast guests. She's a Michelle. Right. It's just way too many Michelles. <laughs> wonderful name. Wonderful name. <laughs> it is a beautiful name. Uh, the Beatles thought so. Yes. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, well, welcome, ladies. Thank, Thank you so you. much for being here. And for those of you who have not joined us before on the Hardy Realty Show, uh, Hardy Realty uses this platform to celebrate some of the good things going on in the community, which is great that Jimmy Byers and the team over there, I get you guys are very active in so many ways. Um, but Michelle, Gerald, you are with Hope's House. Correct. Um, and uh, as I mentioned, I visited your website, but could you just give our listeners, please, just a, an overview of what Hope's House is and what it's all about? Okay. So the full name is Hope's House DSRC. And that stands for Day Shelter and Resource Center. So um, our day shelter services, we provide a safe place for people to come during the day. Uh, We serve lunch. We have hygiene supplies, seasonal supplies. Like in the wintertime, we have hats, scarves, gloves, blankets. Sometimes we'll get tents. Sometimes we get sleeping bags, hand warmers, toe warmers. Um, Rainy season, we have rain ponchos. Just everything to help people survive the elements, especially those that are physically living on the streets homeless. However, it's not just homeless people. We have some that are at risk of homelessness, living in homelessness, recovering from homelessness. We we also serve people with mental health issues, physical disabilities, um, low to no income, and people with cognitive challenges. Wow. So our resource center, we have um, computers where they can come in and look for jobs, housing, apply for or renew their government benefits. And that's not just EBT. That's what a lot of people think of. Like with your Medicare, you have to renew. Well, let me back up. For Medicare, some people also have Medicaid, either QMB or SLMB. And those two insurances are designed to pay the premiums for Medicare. So with that, you have to renew that every year. Well, if you don't have a computer or access to a phone to go in and renew that, you lose that benefit. So now every month they're taking the premiums out of your Social Security check. And But this resource center allows the connectivity. Absolutely. Um, And then we also have a volunteer that will help people on the computer because a lot of people, those computers, it makes them so anxious and they really don't know how to navigate it. Um, we also have mailbox services. Um, a lot of our homeless folks are people living in the motels. They don't feel safe for their mail to go there. So we provide them with mailbox services. And then we have brochures of different like Highland Rivers, Center for Independent Living, um, 
just so many NAMI. We have brochures where they can come through, and if there's anything that they need, they can grab it and take it with them. And we are now an authorized food pantry referral source for Bagwell. So if somebody comes in, they can't get a hold of good neighbors, they can actually come to Hope's house and get a food pantry referral for. Okay. I've probably got a million questions now, <laughs> <laughs> which is the point of the podcast, right? Right, yes, right, yes. Michelle? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, where are you located? On the corner of North 5th Avenue and West 12th Street. And I say that because people will go up and down North 5th Avenue and they're looking for more like a business building, but it's really a house that was converted into a business. But the address is 1110 North 5th Avenue Northeast, Rome, Georgia, 30165. Okay, so, and this is days only. You are not an overnight shelter. Correct. But... There's a need for what you you have you found this need and you you filled this gap because right. was was there a, a concern that I guess the overnight shelters what are homeless doing during the day or correct now l- let me give you a little bit of backstory so I was working for Highland Rivers and I had a gentleman on my caseload who had become homeless he was living in Heritage Park. And so I know Rome has a lot of support services. So when I was meeting with him one day, and I'll just call him D for confidentiality reasons, I said, well, D, Rome has a lot of support services, but what do they have, don't have specifically for homeless that they need? He said somewhere to go and something to do. Because a lot of times, Michelle, during the day, we're out here doing stuff we're not supposed to be doing, even if it's something like panhandling or you have people that might be you know, in the substance abuse, um, and they're smoking or getting high, they're still into support their drug, whatever it is, we're getting into trouble. And he said, so if we had somewhere to go and something to do where we can have a little fun, maybe have some support groups, um, just a whole bunch of stuff in one place, instead of having going to go here for this and here for that and there for something else. Now, my first thought was, because I was getting ready to start my own business, I was going to do a boarding home. So me and my husband, he had gotten me approved for a mortgage. We had looked at property. And after I had this conversation with him, I thought, I don't know that I want to do this anymore. So I was going home one Friday and all the excitement about the boarding home just left. So I prayed over it. And clearly this is what God wanted me to do. So yes, when I decided to do this, the main goal was to fill the gap for the homeless shelters, because they have to leave in the morning and then can't go back till dinner time. But it's anybody in need that can come up. Um, before they close these motels, a lot of my people were coming from the motels. Right. Yeah. Um well, and I think I noticed this on your website as well, or maybe I read an article because I mentioned I, I Googled to do a little bit of show prep. I mean, you put your own money in to get the thing off the ground. Yes, I took some money out of my retirement plan. and This was a, this, this was a calling. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, th- this was definitely him because what I was going to do was a money-making business. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I have not had uh, well, well, income <laughs> in three years at this point. Well, there's yeah. a lot of people that start a business thinking it's for profit, but it's not for exactly, profit. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, but just talk about, just talk about that risk and, and the vision that you had. Um, I think my husband was, had more reservations than I did. Um, 
for me, God just kept putting signs into place that this is what he wanted me to do um, in connecting with me with people, including even finding the building. Now, we've outgrown this building, so we're getting ready to start looking for something else. But at the time, I mean, it was perfect for everything that I needed to do. So for me, it wasn't that big of a risk. It was just listening and watching for the signs and doing really what I know the community needs to, you know, to have as well as what direction I think God, you know, wanted me to go in. Okay. Let's talk about the facility then. How, how big is it and how many people do you serve a day? Because if you send, you're growing past it now, but how, yes. how big is it and how many do you serve currently? Um, so currently, well, I do two different things. I have dine-in lunch and a lot of those people come in and they'll just hang around all day and then I have to go. So looking at my numbers last year, because they've slowed down a little bit this year with the closing of the motels, but last year on an average for to go, I was serving anywhere between 85 and 140 lunches. Now that's not people, um, probably between 50 and 80 people a day. And I allowed them to get up to four trays so they can take it and have something later on to eat. Or if they had a loved one at the house, they would have something to eat. And then dine-in, I normally would do anywhere between 25 and 50 people a day. Right. So, uh, and how big is the facility you're looking, you just started to think about moving? Looking. No, actually, we've been thinking about it for a while now, yeah. especially last year when those numbers really, really started to grow. Right. Um, part of it, though, I'm, I'm really working on some grants to come in. So, you know, I can make sure if I move into something bigger that's more expensive, I'm going to be able to afford right. it. Right. So you need, you need some help there. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, Michelle? Yes. From Hardy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Michelle from Hardy, Michelle from Hope. There you uh, go. There right. you go. <laughs> um, as I mentioned, I, I love singing the praises of Hardy Realty. You guys are so community active. Uh, just talk about uh, Hardy's relationship in the community with organizations like Hope's House and and um, how you're representing Hardy here today. Okay. So Hardy's always loved to be involved with different organizations in the community. Last year, we decided to make us stand out a little bit more. So we came up with um, Hardy Helps. We have T-shirts that we like to wear when we go out and do things, and we're always asking our agents or our employees, are there any organizations that you feel that we need to help within the community? And I'm on Facebook, and so I always look and see. I like to help people if I can, nothing that I have to post, but I was looking at some of the Facebook pages, and I came across Hope's House. So that's how I found her. Um, Started looking at it. She's always offering to help someone. And so I started the same thing you did. I started looking at her Facebook page, seeing what they offer, seeing what help they need. Um, And I like that um, Michelle and her husband are always helping, offering to help people find a job or get things that they need. So this was this was you just kind of stumbling across them and then and then reaching out and and creating creating the connectivity between Hardy and Hopes. Yes. So I've asked Hardy, I'm like, hey, can this be one of our groups that we support? And they're not going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, we've added them to our group, our list of groups that we want to um, support. And so this month, actually, for March, Hope's House is the organization that we're going to donate items to, collect money or supplies for, and help hopefully make a large donation, whether it's supplies or monetary. Great. Um 
and Michelle with Hope. <laughs> uh, you might have mentioned this earlier. When did you start this? So I actually leased the building and started everything in March of 19. But okay. I didn't actually open right. until that December. So we just passed our two-year mark that we've been open. Okay, I was going to say, so you, you just you opened right before the pandemic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, crazy thing is when the pandemic hit, it was like, have we really only been open for, I think it was like four or five months? Right. It seemed like it had been so much longer. Really? Okay. Yeah, because yeah, the world kind of shut down in yeah. that March of yeah. 20, March, April of yeah. 20 is when we were like, oh, we got to flatten the curve. Exactly. and And, and uh and here we are two years later, still right. <laughs> yeah. still worrying about masks or whatever. Yes. Um, so was that, I mean, was that problematic for you to, to have it happen, the timing of it? It, it was probably pl- problematic, but also a blessing only from the standpoint of Rome really got, when I tell you Rome has been really behind Hope's House, because when I took money out of my retirement plan back in 19, I went ahead and paid my rent for the rest of the year. So by the time January came around, I had had enough events where people were starting to know about me and people were coming in saying, hey, how much is your rent? You know, we understand that you paid it up through the end of December, but how are you going to pay January moving forward? And it's like, well, we're going to have fundraisers and have people donate. And so for 2021 and so far 22, none of my stuff has my rent, my utilities, phone bill, none of that has come out of pocket. So they have really, really gotten behind me while we were working on some grants. Grant funding for what they call general operational funds, which is, you know, your rent, paying staff, that kind of thing. They are so hard to get. And you can apply for one this month, and it might be a year before you even get an answer. And it's not a guarantee. And then the application process, I would imagine, is. Yes. Um, but you're, you're probably used to it by now, huh? Oh, yeah. Where, yeah. Did you did you have any experience in nonprofit? What's your background? Um, so <laughs> so I, I have many, many hats. So <laughs> my background before I did this, I worked for Highland River. So I worked in mental health. Um, but I've also taught school. I've worked for Child Protective Services Agency. I've done retail. I've done a little bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> so so some of this was a learning curve for you, too. You just felt called to do it. Right. But Now, the business end of it was where I really had to learn a lot. But as far as knowing all the resources that I needed to get connected to. Like, for example, I already had uh, connections with Community Kitchen, with all the homeless shelters, with Living Proof, all those kinds of things. Because a lot of people, when they got involved with me when I worked for Highland Rivers, we were connecting them to other programs for things that we did not provide. And so that's why a lot of people ask me, if you live in Dallas, why did you start a business in Rome? And I said, well, because... I know all the resources here in Rome, and I know that there's a much greater need here in Rome than there is in Dallas or, you know, any parts of Paulding County. So why not start it somewhere where, number one, you know where the resources are. So if someone comes in and says, hey, I need to get connected to some substance abuse, okay, we'll go to Living um, Proof Recovery. Um, So in, in Paulding County, I really don't know the resources there like I did here. Um, But going back to the pandemic right quick. So I say a blessing as well as um, I don't even know the word I'm looking for. But anyway, because when the pandemic hit, I had because I opened up Monday through Friday from nine to four thirty. 
But when the pandemic hit, then um, I thought, well, maybe this is a good time for me to step back and come up with some other things to put some finances into place because there is no way I would have been able to do Monday through Friday. Oh, yeah. And then, because like I just paid my power bill, it's like $307. Right. So if it was going to hit, um, that was probably a good time as far as me continuing to build uh, collaborations with people who really, really got behind me. Um, last year, I had, um, I hope she doesn't mind me mentioning her name, but Wendy Davis reached out to me, and she had a gentleman that wanted to donate, make a pretty nice donation. I'm thinking, you know, $1,000, $1,500. Came in with a $10,000 check. Wow. wow. So once again, I paid my rent up <laughs> for about six months. Um, I did some little improvements. I closed in the porch where people yes. were sitting because when the pandemic hit, you know, that's when the um, mandates were still in. So I couldn't really let people inside the building. And so it was still kind of cold at that point. So I had to actually set tables up outside and oh. have people come in and eat, eat outside. And then I had to shut down like the computers and that kind of thing. So once they lifted the mandates, then I went and bought a bunch, bunch of plexiglass and put safeguards in a place where I could slowly start people bringing people back in. I still have not gotten to the point of just letting people come and sit and chill all day. Uh, well, I guess I kind of, <laughs> but... Not throughout the whole building. Like, I actually have a TV room where they would come and sit down and we would watch movies. Um, I would keep up with PBS. So when they were uh, advertising, when they have job fairs and pop-up food pantries, I made sure we watched that so everybody would know these are the things that's going on in case you need that. So here we are today. Here we are today. Do is What do Romans need to, to, need to know about the person that needs your help what, what what more can be done education okay there is such a huge misconception about people who become homeless or even at risk of being homeless right. um it's not always substance abuse it's not always mental health sometimes it's just a matter of people lost their job maybe their job downsized um now, if you can't pay your bills, now your car gets repossessed, your home gets repossessed, you fall into this deep state of depression, you become homeless. How do you get yourself up out of that? Now, worst case scenario, you become homeless, you have lost one of the most important things, and that's a legal address. So guess what? When your ID or your driver's license gets ready to expire, how do you get that renewed when you don't have a legal address? And if you become homeless and your ID and your birth certificate and your social security card gets lost or stolen, now you can't even prove who you are. So if you're driving down the street and you see this able-bodied person panhandling and you think, there's nothing wrong with you, go get a job. I don't have an ID. I don't have a birth certificate. I don't have a social security card. I don't have a legal address. How do I get an ID to prove who I am so that I can go get a job? And then sometimes people feel like, oh, well, they're just going to take the money and they're going to buy drugs. So I'll just buy them something to eat. Guess what? They need soap. They need lotion. They need deodorant. They need a comb. They need brushes. It's not always about the food. Sometimes people just need to take a bath. How do you go for a job interview when you're dirty and your clothes are dirty because you don't have the money or the equipment to keep yourself and your clothes clean? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, that's, I, I'm glad I asked that question because, yes. um, 
that puts things in perspective of what Absolutely. we don't know and yes. can't understand. Yes. Um, so thank you for that explanation. So if you could just talk a little bit about, you know, you, you talk about meals and computer support because it's a resource center. and right. and yeah, yeah. So what else do you offer there? I mean, clothing? Um, so I don't do clothing. However, I have collaboratives with a couple of ministries. Um, Life Church. Um, their main person that comes out, his name is Bert Hunt. Um, he normally comes by every other week. He has a clothing trailer, a clothing closet trailer. Um, so he comes out biweekly. So anybody that needs clothing, they can go see Life Church in their uh, their trailer. So even though that's not something you do, you're connected I'm to connecting, it. I'm yeah. connecting, yeah. Because one of, in, in talking to my former client, D, um, and f- keeping in mind Try to create as many services in one place as possible. So my goal statement actually is to provide a multitude of services within a single setting. So I actually reached out to a bunch of people who would actually come in and provide services. So like when we were open um, to our full daytime shelter services, um, Pastor Sam Bice was coming by on Wednesdays and doing Bible study. I had a certified life coach, Mauricia Pledger. She would come in and do life management. Um, There's a young lady over at the Career Center had just started to come and get people connected to their website if they were looking for jobs. And then COVID hit. Um, And I know I'm missing. Oh, uh, there were two ladies from Cigna Healthcare. They were coming out. And anybody that qualified for any form of Cigna Healthcare, because, you know, they have contracts with everybody, Medicare, Medicaid, all of them across the board. Um, If you qualify for any form of insurance, they were making sure people got signed up. And this was mostly like um, senior citizens that they, they mostly worked with Uh, some people who, you know, have Medicaid or they're on SSI or SSD, but it was mostly for um, the senior citizens. So like right now, um, living water ministries, they have their shower trailer on our property. Um, now, they have to shut it down in the wintertime because it runs on the, the pumps, I guess the propane pumps, whatever it is. And so they have to winterize them, so you can't use it when the weather is cold. So I reached out to Thomas, um, who is over that program right now, and he confirmed that we're looking at late March, early April, and the showers will start back up. And then Amy Young... Um, with Living Proof Recovery, she comes on Thursdays from 1030 to 1130, and she does a wellness group. So, again, it's about trying to get a bunch of people to come to Hope's House to deliver services for things that we aren't capable of, capable of doing. One of the other things I left out is the mailboxes have been – mailboxes and helping people apply for government phones has been two of our greatest resources. Now, with the mailboxes, of course, you know, again, if you don't have a legal address, where can you have your EBT or your Social Security check or whatever sent to? And then with the government phones, that has been really, really helpful because a lot of people, if they're looking for a job, how does the employer contact you for an interview or whatever if you don't have a cell phone? And then when you renew your benefits, like with your EBT benefits, after you get approved, they will still call you. Defects will call you for a phone interview. I don't have a phone, so how are you going to call me? So those that don't have a phone and we haven't been able to get them one, because you have to have some type of government um, assistance in order to qualify for one. We just, myself and my volunteer, uh, well, he's my house manager, Omaro Herring, 
we put down that we are their representatives with their permission, of course. So we give them our phone numbers. So like he takes half and I take the other half. So anybody that does not have a phone, they will actually contact us. We'll do the interview on their behalf. And then now they're set up to start okay. receiving their EBT benefits again. So, so Michelle from Hardy, uh, <laughs> when you first stumbled across their Hope's House Facebook page, did you realize they did all of this? At first, <laughs> no. But after reading it, I followed many posts that she had. And I noticed when she was offering the showers right. or um, supplies, started talking about mailboxes. So I thought, oh, wow, this is great because they offer multiple right. things. Well, and it, it's, you, you talk about filling a need. You know, we know about the, the shelter, the overnight, and, and that, is a, that is a need, certainly. Absolutely. But there's so much going on in the daily life that um, had not thought about. To right. be honest, right. and and I may be, you know, I, I, that's probably an indictment on myself. I just had not thought about that. Right. But it's great that you're filling all those needs, and there's probably so much more that still needs to be done, isn't oh, there? Oh, absolutely. And and in your defense, if you've never been in that arena, how would you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you you drive along and you see somebody panhandling, and you you. You know, if I do give him cash, I used to give away Chick-fil-A gift cards, thinking at least I'm getting them a meal. And I know they can't they can't buy alcohol with this right. or drugs with this because right. it's and I know Chick-fil-A will serve them. There are right. some businesses that that won't. Mm -hmm. But, I, you know, but the fact that you said it's not just about the meal. Exactly. It's about. And now I'm thinking about mailboxes and, you know, because yeah. if they do, if they are trying to get a job, right. All right, what's that process like for a right. normal person? You have a phone. Right. And they, um, so yeah, there's so much, um, there's so much. So what do you need? You need, you need funding, you need volunteers, uh, you need, do you need donations of, of shampoo? What, what do you need? Um, actually right now, the greatest need is the monetary funding and volunteers, um, at this point, I just really, again, Rome has really gotten behind me. And I shouldn't just say Rome because I have family and friends. And then I have friends of their friends and their family members who have just really gotten behind us. I can go on Facebook right now and say, I need A through F. Somebody's going to come up with at least A through C. Right. So as far as, you know, the supply end of it or the food end of it, um, I do have a budget. Um, because like I said, I, I do fundraisers on my own as well as I have people who support me on a regular basis. Those stuff always come. Those things always come. Um, right now, ideally, if I could get at least 10 organizations, say maybe like 10 churches that would donate $100 a month, that's $1,000. That will pay my rent, my phone bill, and my water bill because it, those three things alone run about a thousand dollars a month. If I can get that, then I can even add more services with the money that people are sending in that I use to pay those three things that I just mentioned. Um, I recently got money from United Way, and what they did was they gave me ten thousand dollars, five thousand for this year, five thousand for next year. But they broke it down each month. I get a check, 
and that's for food and basic needs. So now I can actually start people helping people with IDs and birth certificates because that was included in the needs. Um, if I can start getting people to send money where I can get that thousand dollars a month, I know how I'm paying my rent, my water, my phone bill. I can pretty much handle the utilities, but I want to add bus passes. I want to add laundry cards because it's fine for me to give out laundry pods. But if you don't have money to go wash your clothes, what are you going to do with the laundry pods? And then I want to add um, medication vouchers. So once I start getting some regular funding coming in while I'm waiting on these grants that I've applied for, then I can even add more services. Yeah, you got a big picture vision. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. This is awesome. And how can people connect with you? Do you have a website or social media? Uh, and again, mention your, your location. How can people get, get involved and connect? Okay, so we're at 1110 North Fifth. North Fifth Avenue. Um, my website, I actually, the way that I set it up, I had a relative set it up for me. And however she did it, it lets you know at the end of the month how many people visited. Oh, okay. And I'm telling you, at the most, I maybe got 10 people. But I probably have 200 people that follow me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So when it came time to renew the website, I just shut it down because I was just spending money for something that nobody was really going on. Understood, yeah. So Facebook Facebook, is, Hell yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's your Facebook? It's Hope's House. Uh, H-O-P-E-S. H-O-P-E-S. Um And so obviously, is there a story behind the name? Just Hope in general? Yes. So the name changed about 100 times. So uh, two things, I didn't want my program to sound like a program and I didn't want it to feel like a program. So I really put a lot of work into making it look like a house and you've been through and I think I did a pretty good job at achieving that. But then with the name, I, I thought, Michelle, what is the one thing that you want people to walk away with? And it hit me one day while I was watching television. I said, Hope, Hope's house. It's a play on words. So if you come to me and say, hey, Michelle, where are you going today? And I say, Hope's house. You think I'm going to somebody's house named Hope. (laughs) So Hope is not a person. It is a goal. Yeah. Uh, worked out yeah. great. So Michelle from Hardy, you, you've been there. And, I have been there. And, and do you, do you feel hope? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, she walked me through the whole place in about 15 minutes, showed me everything they had. And it was really pretty neat. And her wonderful husband, John, I Johnny, believe, yeah. he was there, um, He's a cooking character. food and getting it ready. <laughs> <laughs> and they had the little office space. So when she says she has computers set up, she has office space and, I, they're there to help you right. navigate it. Um, okay. Well, just any final thoughts here as we wrap up, uh, you know, maybe Michelle from Hardy, um, just about Hardy's involvement again and what you've got going on with them this month. We have um, our agents and any of our friends and family, we are collecting different items for them. Um, we can get that set up on our Facebook page. Um, we're collecting a few items. If you want to help me, Michelle, I think it's like um, some trays. Yeah, the lunch trays. What all did I put on there? Oh, we always, right now we have an abundance of coffee, but we always need cream and sugar, coffee cups, drinking cups, aluminum pans with lids or foil. The the lids actually work better, but, you know, sometimes you can't find the lids, so I tell people foil. Um, disposable dinner plates. Um, 
Just anything. Just any, anything yeah, that you can yeah, use for, yeah. for food or, and or services. And if you follow me on Facebook, I'm usually posting, hey, this is what we need right yes. now. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully our agents and our office staff, us as a company, can come together and help. You guys have been wonderful already. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Okay, great. Uh, and we've what's the Facebook page again, Michelle, from Hope? Hope's House. <laughs> Don't forget the S, Hope's House. Hope's House. All right. Well, thank you, ladies, very much. Do I have time? Oh, never mind. You you do. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, one more thing. So to anybody that would love to donate but can't really donate monetarily, if you're Amazon shoppers, if you go on Amazon Smile, there's an area where you can choose a nonprofit organization that you want them to donate to, but you have to put the whole name, Hope's House D. Day as in day, S as in shelter, R as in cent- resource, C as in center. So it's D- Hope's House DSRC Inc. Whatever you purchase under Amazon Smile, every time you make a purchase, Amazon will donate 0.5% to Hope's House. So that's a great way to donate at no additional cost to you. And everybody's Wonderful. on Amazon. Yes. yes. <laughs> So can I start the music again? Now? Yes, yes. Thank you. I'm sorry, Roger. I to throw no, that we wanted to get that in. No, appreciate it. There's the music. Thank you, ladies. This has been great. Appreciate the time. Uh, I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio, and you've been listening to the Hardy Realty Show. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you for listening.